0: For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at Burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: Hi. Hi. Welcome to the Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk and I'm here with...
1: Danielle. From Brands by
2: Bravo. <laughs> and we are re-watching episode 6, season 4 of Rony.
3: And I'm so proud. I felt like when you started with the episode, I was like, is she going to say the wrong season or episode on it? <laughs> you know yeah.
2: I, that's my M.O. You know it. <laughs> you got it. You nailed it.
3: This, I don't know why it's such a hard thing for us to always do. It's I feel like I have a touch of the, the, the,
2: the dyslexia when it comes to numbers. Not so much letters, but, like, numbers in my brain get, like, real lost real fast.
3: That's possible. I can see it.
2: Well... Numbers
3: are, like, you know, it's hit or miss. Some people are amazing at them. Others, not so much.
2: I'm the wordsmith. That's what that's what <laughs> I can do. That um, I
3: would agree with.
2: Let's jump in, because we start with Ramona getting photographed. Is it for the Pinot? We no, don't... I
3: think it's for one of her skincare lines actually.
2: Oh, okay. So she's getting photographed by someone who photographed Lady Gaga.
3: Y- yes, and Rihanna, she said as well.
2: So just like Ramona.
3: Yes, <laughs> but in the same sentence, Gaga, Rihanna, Ramona. <laughs> <laughs> and basically the... what what is also the name of the episode is The Mask Has Two Faces.
2: Ooh, I didn't see that, but that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good name for this. I like that this.
3: title. Better still than the Ramona D that we can't figure out what the hell that was. Yeah, that was weird. Discussing.
2: Um, <laughs> Sonia walks in, and Ramona's immediately like, I'm doing the sexy eyes you taught me. And it was great because the editors actually did a close-up of Ramona, the photo editor did a close-up of Ramona's crazy eyes. I <laughs> like,
3: know, the, the eyes were horrible what did you think of the styling because i thought it was terrible oh yeah
2: she did not look great
3: like this season four and it was a little bit of season three ramona is like i don't know what she's going for it's very much giving like stiff upper lip big bouffant hair just not youthful and you're literally trying to sell me youth in your bottle and it's just not it's not giving that
2: yeah later in the episode Lou and Jill will be making fun of her calling her her style very matronly and they kind of nail it like she's very much going for like Republican astronaut wife like
3: (laughs) she does look like a politician's wife that's exactly yeah like the satin not to reveal not that she needs to reveal it just i just wondered who styled her for this shoot because it, it was not good the hair was not good it, 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 no i just was not
2: and we've seen her there. look very sexy and we've seen her in beautiful fashion but this was just not it
3: yeah.
2: um and ramona during this uh also admits like like, it's really funny because sonia's like that was it that's a beautiful photo and, like, Romano's like, so we're done? And, like, the whole film team that's, like, shooting her is like, no, 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 no. And she's just like, this is why I can't keep an assistant because I just am so quick at getting business done.
3: <laughs> I would love to know how many assistants she has had throughout right? the Right. We, assistants are not shown enough in any capacity on any reality show for famous people. And I just want so much more... I just want to know so much more about these assistants. I want to know how long they've been with them. What do they do for them? How much do they get paid? Like, I always hated how, like, like the Kardashians always, like, act like they don't have assistants. (laughs) See,
2: that's shitty. Yeah, like, that's, like, how does she do it? She just always looks Uh so perfect. And it's like, girl, come on.
3: (laughs) Yeah, like, is this assistant help with just personal stuff to renewal you know
2: what i, I just want to know more sorry turner's chewing loudly in the speaker um tina turner making a cameo um so then we go over to cindy's and jill's there which was very surprising although jill is just getting allies at this point i feel like yeah
3: it's really very obvious like i don't think she gives a crap about cindy to me it's just like i need an ally and that is why i'm doing this she's
2: like, making fun of Cindy to her
3: face. <laughs> like, because well, Cindy's like, a- I was
2: up all night because, you know, I hear them. <laughs> Meaning she hears her children crying and the nannies with them. So that is what keeps her up.
3: Yeah, Jill says there's four nannies and 18 assistants. But can we just discuss the apartment? Because remember how we were like, I wonder what her apartment's like. Like, with the nanny's sleeping right For a West Village apartment, my God. It's big. It was gorgeous and huge. Yeah. Like I need I wish I could get a little more background on Cindy. Like, yes, I get it. You own your business, blah, blah, blah. But like, are you a nepo baby? Did you grow up rich? Mm-hmm. I don't even know where you're from. We know that you have a brother, but like I wanna I wanna know. Because because what's different, I don't know if think she's ever been married, as far as we know. So this is no, no got my money from a man thing.
2: No, definitely I, I don't believe that's it. Although, like, not to jump around too much, but later we see Cindy's baby daddy, and she admits that they were together when she gave birth, and she kind of made it seem like, oh, I decided to have kids all on my own, and I didn't did it all by myself, and like, I feel like every week there's like another nanny revealed and another layer revealed that it's not really all by herself. Like, she's always, like, a single mother trying to exist in this world. You know, a woman, a modern woman just deciding to give birth on her own. And it's, like, you know, it's fine that she had support. I'm not knocking that. But I'm, like, you really make it sound like you are. It's you against the world with these two men, And it is not. Yeah, it
3: was hard. We'll get to about the partner. But first their their meetup, okay, this is a – a little thing that I noticed so they're chatting in well a first it made me think of for some reason Leah's apartment that we see obviously in like whatever season 11 and like how shockingly terrible it was (laughs) and how compared to all the other franchises where they live outside of their Hamptons house is so not a character on the show compared to the imagery that I have of all the Jersey houses of the Beverly Hills houses yes like, even OC, like, Tomic and Giselle's yeah. house, and the way their homes are such an important part of the show. And I think when New York had their obviously last and final season, basically, because I'm pretty sure at this point we'll never get it of that type of rony, mm-hmm. not being able to have New York as their backdrop is something that people so overlook as a reason for why it was such an unsuccessful oh, season. Yeah. 100%. They, no, no one has parties in their apartment, if you notice. Very rarely is there anything ever done, and they're always at mm-hmm. restaurants. That's why the Hamptons is such like a big part of it. But well, and yes. it's not like
2: New Yorkers don't have parties in their apartments. It's just you can't fit your friends and a film crew.
3: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> that is really the reality of it. Yes.
2: But they're, yes. um Ramona and Cindy are talking about. I mean, Cindy no, no. and Jill Cindy are talking Jill. about Ramona because Jill is very much on a campaign against Ramona and Cindy's like, you know, I'm very disappointed in Ramona. And Jill's like, are you surprised?
3: Yeah. <laughs> like you went Did against you her. Find issue. This could just be me. Do you think it was weird how Cindy was sitting on the counter? No. Okay. The only reason I thought it was weird. I'm, I'm pro sitting on kitchen counters. Yeah. Fine. She was so much more elevated to Jill. Mm-hmm. Cause Jill was in the chair and she was high on the counter. And that's what I thought was weird. Most of the time, I feel like when you sit on a counter, you're talking to a person who's standing. True. But she was chose to sit on the counter, and it felt like she was like looking down on Jill, and that felt strange. Interesting. To Good me. thing to pick and up. And there was a chair next to Jill, so it's not like she couldn't have sat in that. Like I feel like the counter sit, and I think she had like full legs up on it too. Hmm. which I don't like the. I don't remember fully if like feet touched the counter, but that no, really she was very much like
2: pajama party sitting on a yeah, counter. Yeah,
3: I will sit on a kitchen counter. I, I'm not anti that, but it just weirded me out that I was like, why is Jill in the chair? And she's like elevated. I feel like the counter sit is for like at a party and people are all standing and you're like, my back hurts and I got to, you know, it's just interesting. Weird, weird little thing I picked up on. I don't know why I made a notice of that.
2: <laughs> but um, the, the little thing that uh, Jill picks up is that, or no, Cindy picks up about Alex because Jill goes, even Alex doesn't like Ramona, and she goes, Alex is weird because she always prefaces that we've had our ups and downs and now we're okay. So she's like, so even that seems tenuous, which, like, is music to Jill's ears. Like, (laughs) you can just, like, Jill is, like, the worst battle captain ever.
3: We'll get into it as we get deeper into the episode, but, like, I don't know. It was feeling a little set up to me, and that could just be me. But Jill and Ramona? Yeah. fighting? Yeah. Um, like, do you remember them fighting prior to this episode?
2: I feel like they were always kind of... They're frenemies. Like frenemies. Um, I think it got worse after Scary Island. They seemed to kind of... Have a detente at the reunion, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, in this episode, we'll see Ramona freak out because Jill's talking behind her back. And I'm just like, you all talk behind your backs, each other's That's backs. What I'm That's You're what getting we, paid to talk behind each other's backs.
3: We feel like, when we get to that, we'll, we'll do it. All right. a bunch of other stuff before then. Um, but then we go, did you have any more on Cindy? And Not really. Fine. No. Um, so then Sonia's having a masquerade ball, which you, you I hope for those who this is a rewatch for you, you immediately have the image of the alpha that is to come for Sonia. Because the second she said it, I was like, that's what that's out like. I yep. remembered immediately. Because she wears like
2: almost like a short, 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 well, very short, uh, Dangerous Liaisons type of dress, like a, uh-huh. that kind of era dress like madonna's um vogue from the mtv but like super short and, and Cr- chris marsh is there
3: nice little cameo he was on project runway and-,
2: and unfortunately has since passed
3: yeah in 2019 which was very sad and i remember him on project runaway Blah blah blah. Project Runway.
2: I'm keeping so that one that. in. I need to
3: keep that in, that's fine. Um, I watched a lot of early seasons of Project Runway. I'm actually
2: sure. back for this season. I, I'm here for it. I'm trying it again. I um I read about Chris March's passing as well for since this since watching this episode. And I didn't realize that he was in like an accident. He had like a horrible fall and for two years before his death, like, he was, like, suffering with paralysis, and it just sounded very tragic, and I was very yeah. sad, because as you can see in this episode, and I'm glad there is this episode, because his personality and his talent are unmatched. They're just phenomenal. He's so great with Sonia because, like, Sonia's pulls out the wig that she wants to wear, and he is just, he cannot with it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he just cannot. He's like, this is going to be a project. <laughs> like,
3: He makes it funny. Um, he kind of says, like, don't you have the money to get something new? Or I don't remember exactly what he's referencing. No, he's like, something about yeah. her having the money to do something better. And Sony basically was like, no, why do you think I'm wearing something I already own and pulling out a wig? That yeah. I already, like, it's definitely, in like... Along the lines of the Sonia does not have money.
2: Yes. And um, he doesn't really take it that seriously, though, because obviously she still has probably more money than him. Um, She's got that fabulous. She's house
3: poor. I mean, she lives in this insane mansion, but she's house poor for sure. She's like, can I take the elevator?
2: (laughs) And he's like, she's like, no, no, no. The elevator is full of cleaning supplies. I'm not putting you in there with the 409.
3: (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. I always wonder with Sonia and her no money and the townhouse. Like, do we really think there's a mortgage on that townhouse? Like, who's taxes?
2: For taxes are it's just probably taxes and upkeep,
3: right? That's what taxes and expect.
2: upkeep on that house are probably oh, I mean, pretty big. New
3: York City taxes are not crazy high. You, they're property not taxes. Property no. taxes? No, because property taxes in the city. If you think about, there's so many people living in such a condensed space that property taxes tend to not be crazy high i have no idea what they would be on her place but they're not potentially like i remember i looked at when i've looked at like co-ops and apartments in the city it was like two or even in queens it was like three grand for your property taxes
2: well i'm sure there was a huge staff at one point keeping it up and there's so much stuff all
3: that but i figure they must have outright bought the townhouse if she would have lost by
2: now if she had to pay a monthly mortgage. I mean, probably, yeah. So, yeah. this is another episode where, like, last episode, they cut back and forth um, between the housewives. So, we don't get the complete, like, finish of, like, the Sonia thing because we go to Lou and Ramona getting their outfits. And they are at a Halloween store... Jill knows everybody. She knows the person who runs it. Um, they talk about Ramona being matronly. They want to find something sexy. Jill's very excited because her boobs are smaller and she can she doesn't have to wear a bra. Um, and that was basically it. The, not, neither of them had been to a masquerade ball before, so they were very excited to go to that. Um, and then we cut to Cindy and her we brother. Kevin.
3: Now is when we meet Kevin. Yes. Baby daddy.
2: Oh, and what an awkward introduction it is.
3: Oh, okay, so this is where I try to give, like, a benefit of the doubt. of Are they awkward or are they awkward because now there's cameras and this is the first time he's filming?
2: Possibly, but, like, he goes in for a kiss and she does not seem to want that kiss at all.
3: Yeah, He does look super young their co-parenting seems very interested because it doesn't seem like there's any sort of custody agreement. It's just yeah, like, oh, when he's free, he comes over for a few hours. It,
2: yeah, that structure is going to bite her at some point. I assume. I have no idea. Maybe it worked out perfectly, but it was yeah. very weird that she's just like, our agreement is he comes whenever he wants. Like
3: I don't like that. There needs to be consistency. And maybe it works as a baby, but hopefully they got more consistency as as they got as they got older um Uh, and yeah like you said that they were together when she gave birth and i am just so uncomfortable as someone who is (laughs) about to have a baby we don't have one yet but the way she was micromanaging Mm -hmm. his interaction with the children made uh, if i was him i would have lost it
2: yeah it was really like he couldn't do anything right and it was both kind of both of them were like, I know she does this. I know she likes that. And I was like, oof. Maybe it a should lot be of,
3: like... I felt a lot of tension.
2: Yeah. And then at one point, they they bathe one baby, but not the other. The other baby just goes off stage. <laughs> and they're just taking care of one baby. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was hilarious. That I was like, how did they pick the one baby that they're going to wash? And then the other one just gets nanny time. Like...
3: Yeah. Probably that was, one
2: wasn't good on camera. I don't know. It was some full house shit. <laughs> like
3: Yeah, it was it was very very interesting. Okay. By the way, I just found the potential public tax history. That is Sonia's some slu- quick I sleuthing was, Nancy Drew. Dang. Well, Zillow listed it, but I don't know if I trust the Zillow. It says God, it went up a lot from 2014 to 2015. It almost like doubled. It could be like 60 grand a year. That's huge. Yeah, but this is a townhouse worth 8 million dollars. To put it in perspective, my family member who lives in Port Washington, which is a very fancy town on Long Island, who lives in just like a million dollar home, their taxes are $30,000. So, wait, did you say 6 or 60? Six D.
2: But $60,000 is no, no, a no, lot. No, it's 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 a lot. And that's a hard thing to pay when you don't have a lot of money like Sonia didn't.
3: Yeah. That's a good chunk again, of
2: change to pay out.
3: This is me going on like Trulia looking to see. God, she has listed this damn home for so. So they bought this place. God, they got ripped. I don't know if they got ripped off or what. In 1998, her townhouse was bought for $9.1 million.
2: Okay. That was... At its yeah.
3: highest that she... Then they tried to sell it in 2013, three different times. 2014, 2015, 2019, 2020, 2021, wow. 2022, and 2023. They're all the different times that it has been listed.
2: So she's, does she still own it? I thought she did finally sell
3: it no she still she still owns it i'm pretty sure that it's just being rented these are just like older listings Damn. so yeah so i'm looking at like okay someone bought a 7.5 it's like six grand a month in property taxes that's a good amount of money oh of course but i'm just saying it's if she had a mortgage, the mortgage would be thirty-seven. Oh yeah, no,
2: she's definitely not paying the, <laughs> the mortgage. No, they paid I that in terms fall.
3: of like what you think property tax. Again, I'm not obviously those property taxes are crazy, but I think they could be upwards of you know property taxes on like an yeah. eight million dollar home in the burbs is going to be a lot more than the city.
2: I mean, my mom's house was nowhere near a million dollars, and we were. When we were trying to sell it, it was going to be like twenty k a year for that's taxes. what I'm saying. Like
3: when you put it, when you compare it to that, it's like, oh, okay, it's not, it's not to the extent that I yeah thought it would be, especially if she doesn't have have the mortgage. So,
1: when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
2: Anyway, so we went down that rabbit hole. (laughs) Let's go back. Let's now go to Sonia at the townhouse, and she's getting from Michael. This is
3: when she is discussing, and it does come back because Sonia's discussing how her friends know she's going through a hard time financially with her divorce. So she says her friends from all over send their kids to come stay with her, and I'm like, are they paying you rent for the kids to come stay? That with her? has
2: to be there's there has to be some sort of kickback
3: working for her. So like are, like that's confusing. Yeah,
2: or and they're, they're like, this guy Michael is like going to learn English.
3: Is he just working for her for free, and that's the trade off? Like I don't have to pay people to help me. I guess that's a decent trade off too. I guess. I don't know. And we meet a Sonia Morgan family member. Which is a treat. We never, and I wish there was more on her. We meet her niece, Amina. Yes. And boy, oh boy, do I wish we got more because we very rarely ever get any family members, like none. And she never talks about family. They want nothing to do with it. And that's always been like, you know, especially the missing part of us, never seen her daughter that's always been like a missing puzzle piece to to fully knowing who sonia is
2: yeah no she um her niece seems really fun because uh sonia's like did i forget my underwear i can't find my underwear and she's like do you have underwear and her niece has also forgot her underwear and they're like must run in the family And then um, Chris comes in, Chris March, and he's finally gotten to ride the elevator. He tells us it's the world's tiniest elevator. But he did amazing (laughs) work with the wig. Like, the wig looks so phenomenal. And, like, the before and after of it is pretty impressive. Um, Worth watching the episode, I dare say. Um, He...
3: uh, we basically also, and also, we find out Lou can't come to the party, but not much explanation, I felt like, was given to that.
2: Oh, I didn't even realize that. I didn't even notice. You called her
3: and said she couldn't come.
2: Hmm. All right. Well, we go straight to the party, and we see Alex in a black wig, and she looks phenomenal. Everyone... I'm
3: surprised this wig and outfit of Alex's is not something that like we as viewers remember more.
2: Right? Because literally... Everyone talks about how stunning she looks. Yeah, I I don't
3: remember. (laughs) She's like an Egyptian princess type look.
2: Yes. And Sonia goes off on, like, her bra because it's like a push-up bra. And she's like, your breasts have never looked that great. I mean, I know what your breasts look like. I've seen the pictures. And I was like, Sonia, you couldn't help yourself. Um, But uh, Ramona shows up not looking like she's in a period costume at all it's what
3: was that was uh, also uh mario was just like in a suit with a mask i was like boring like come on
2: and um i picture jill being more fabulous like i thought she was gonna look a little sexier but she does look cute and um jill is also disappointed because she walks in and she's like you know when Sonia Treemore Morgan invites you to a ball, a masquerade ball, you picture two hundred people. You picture tons of wait staff, You picture a grand ballroom, not a cramped little section with a open bar and a couple of plates of food. <laughs> and that's what it is. And like they pan around to everybody in the costumes, and it's 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 just a hodgepodge of m- madness.
3: I completely agreed with Jill because this was, like, a cocktail party at most. Yes. Um, there was, like, very few past hors d'oeuvres. It looked like a bar. At least it was a full bar. There was no decorations whatsoever. Um, there was no vibe to the party. Like, obviously, I know you have to have some level of, like, lights on because they're filming and this and that. But, like, it just felt very bright. And, yeah, it looked like a very... um Low level
2: party, and very low level party. Cindy's outfit is also very weird. I the only very way that strange. I can describe it is that it looks like an American Apparel unitard, like a flesh colored <laughs> American Apparel unitard with like f- like flourish on it. I don't even know. Like there's just random ruffles everywhere. But it's all beige, like all nude. It doesn't make a lick of sense.
3: Yeah. Uh, I like one line Jill says, and she says, well, at least we got Halloween over with early. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's just just a strange vibe of a party. And did you notice who was there, though? A man.
2: Oh, I you know I noticed Harry Dubin.
3: Harry? Was that our first Harry Dubin sighting?
2: I don't know, but Harry was there, and Sonia was flaunting it for Harry, man. Oh
3: yes, so Sonia's entire ass was out because she forgot to put on her what were they called?
2: Her petticoat, I
3: think. petticoat or bloomers, whatever. She basically there's no way she forgot. Her entire ass was out. And she's wearing a thong, you know. If you're sitting on your bare ass, and she was sitting on her bare ass yeah. at that party.
2: Well, um, she was also feeling no pain. She had quite a bit of champagne on her way over.
3: Yes, there also was a huge bruise on her ass that was never explained. Um,
2: it, Jill was definitely making it sound like somebody had smacked her butt very hard.
3: <laughs> that's very possible. Um, and yeah, but yeah, Harry Duba was there. He didn't get even a name card, though. It didn't like say his name, um, but he was definitely at this party. And then Kelly is just like absolutely hating on Sonya half of her tits and ass out and i said she's like there's a time to hide things and i don't know kelly i think it's kind of prude
2: well it was just it was very ageist and like yes and like i feel like she thinks it's okay because sorry guys i'm making a peanut butter bone for my dog you hear like little clatters in the background she's being this is the only way that we're avoiding barking in the background. Um, <laughs> Kelly is being very ageist, and it just does, it's not a good look on her, because it's like, you don't have to not, like, the way she puts it is, the older you get, the more of your body you need to hide.
3: Yeah, I didn't like that, as we've discussed many times on here. You do you, boo, you wear, and what, you feel feel? good, that's fine with me. Um, but yeah, Jill says she just finds that uh, Sonya's being weird. Um, and, She's basically yeah. alluding
2: that Sonya is drunk, and we see in this episode and in like the coming attractions that like Jill is very much being like Ramona and Sonya are drinking buddies and they're drunks, which yeah. mm, you know functional alcoholism is a fine line. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's it for their weird party. It was just a weird party, but I have such a distinct memory of Sonia in this costume. Oh,
2: and I mean, she just when she realizes quote-unquote realizes that she doesn't have her uh, petticoat on she's just announcing to everybody i forgot to wear underwear oh my god i'm not wearing any underwear and she's dancing around and it's like you know you're not shy
3: miss <laughs> tremont morgan is is not shy that's for sure um so we get the new BFF subsidian cindy and Jill. And Jill's really just clinging to clearly anyone, and they go to the dentist. It it was just one of these things that made me laugh. I'm like, housewives love to send other housewives with them to doctors Mm -hmm. or errands and this and that. And I'm like, no one in the real world, I feel like. I would never bring my friend
2: to a doctor. Like, I would recommend a doctor, but I would not go with them. I would
3: never voluntarily go to a doctor that was not for myself. No. I haven't even made my husband Derek came to one doctor appointment to sit at my entire pregnancy and ultrasounds because that's important. Yeah. But, but outside like, of that, I'm like, yeah. why do I want you to just sit there? Although I may make him come next week, but, or well, this week. yeah. But I'm at the end. Because
2: you're about to pop any second.
3: Yeah. And also, and not for like TMI, but like I have a service checked and it was like really painful and I kind of wanted someone to like. I want to hold this hand
1: <laughs> i
3: didn't know it was gonna be painful <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why i thought it wouldn't be painful but whatever you know it's, how it's often do you again, get your
2: cervix <laughs> never never
3: it was really weird, not just that like often. whoa that was I, honestly i've been on a tirade of telling everyone about how painful it was because i feel people should know like i just didn't know because it's not like when you get other lady bits exams like yeah, smears uncomfortable yeah but this was like oh god like kind of feeling that's what it gave me
2: Oof. yeah, yeah so definitely make Derek sense. go to that one but yeah but like, don't I make don't him like, go to the dentist with you because no. this you is, is a weird we go, thing
3: <laughs> we go to the dentist together no but we'll be seen at the same time and I don't it is the only like motherly thing that I will do and have done since well before we're married is make doctor's appointments because I want you to live and be healthy So you have to go. So I will make your doctor's appointments for you.
2: But you don't go as far as Jill's family where they all think they're doctors.
3: No. That is a
2: doctor's nightmare. I, I was just like, oh, this poor dentist. Because she's literally telling, just directing the dentist on what to do to Cindy. And like... While he's doing it, she's like, Oh, that's great. That's exactly what we want. And like, Cindy's like, It's my mouth, it's and so I have no annoying. say on it.
3: None. This reminded me of when Jill was apartment shopping with Bethany and they yes. were, like looking at the place, and Jill just gets so chirpy. Yeah. And is so annoying. And Cindy was definitely, definitely annoyed by her. But yes, I will make doctor's appointments. I don't like making doctor's appointments, but some people are very doctor reverse. I always say, I am Jewish. We go to the doctor. Like, <laughs> we go i like to be i went to the dermatologist today i like to be told i'm healthy nothing makes me feel better than a blood test sure. a whole body test like tell me i am well <laughs> and i feel good but there, i know there are people who don't ever go for checkups don't get their blood tested don't go to the gynecologist like, if nah. you have health care and you can go, go please go or please seek other things to go it's so important that is not that this dentist appointment is appointed. It's like about getting like her veneers fixed. It's not a life or death thing, but
2: but it is a good reminder. Um, yes, we dentist go from...
3: twice a year. I also one more rant about this. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm going to pay for my health care. I'm going to use it.
2: Yeah. No, I am a
3: big believer the in other that thing. too. I'm good. I have great. Thank you to my job. Wonderful health care. Feel very lucky. Part of the reason that I'm a hard time if I ever want to leave because. It's A plus healthcare, it's so the best yeah. I've ever had. Yay, America. For our not US listeners. Whoa, whole
2: whoa, whoa, happens. Danielle, you're getting so political.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. I just mean like it's it's a mess here. No, if I if I'm gonna pay my monthly amount, I'm gonna at least go to my doctors that are included and that I don't have to pay.
2: Well. Danielle for president. Um, or no for secretary of health let's do that um so we go from there to a wine event for Ramona and Lou is immediately grilling Ramona about the grapes and I love that Ramona is just like so she knew everything about being a countess when she was married to a count and now she's the wine expert because she's with Jacques and I
3: was gonna ask, whose side were you on on that? Were you
2: on Ramona's or Lou's? I was on Ramona's. I Me feel too, like
3: it was so annoying.
2: I feel like it was um her questions were meant to make Ramona not look educated about her wine. It's fine yes. to ask a few questions. Her questions were extremely in depth and like as somebody who loves wine, like I would never ask those questions to someone. Like it like yeah. a winemaker. It's just even like one at a vineyard, it just felt like a little bit like... It, it was just like a pop quiz. It was weird. Um, we also see Jennifer, the bride from the wedding.
3: This is the setup that I oh, was this is about earlier that we were just discussing. Because this bride, Jennifer, who we went to the wedding and we went to the wedding... There was at the whole the Cindy episode, fight
2: because of her.
3: She just literally walks in and basically walks up to Ramona and starts telling Ramona that Jill was talking crap about her Yeah, that was the part that felt very Mm pre-planned and not natural to me
2: and she says two things she's like one is that Jill was upset that Alex and Simon were invited because Jill didn't understand how they were um, related and two was um, why are you friends with Ramona you only know Ramona through me was what jill apparently said to the bride and made her very upset on her wedding day Uh um yeah it it felt like they had obviously had this conversation before and it was Mm -hmm. like you know what come to my wine party tell me this i will act upset
3: yeah because then it gets even more convoluted feeling because then um ramona goes to pull jill aside and be like why are you talking crap about me and when Jill wants to bring Jennifer over, Ramona's is like, "No, don't bring her over." And I'm like, "Why? She's the one. Mm-hmm. She needs. She's the one who claimed that Jill yeah. talked crap." So it felt very like weird. Then they're fighting back and forth, and then Jill walks out, and she happens to run into Jennifer. Yeah, and, her and Jennifer squashed the beat. It just felt yeah very dramatic. Well, and she
2: she also never really like, she keeps saying Jennifer, you lied, you lied, you lied. And then Jennifer's like, No, I I didn't. This is what you said. And she's like, Okay, agree to disagree. Or like, kind of just like, whatever, you shouldn't be telling people. And I was like, Jill, you totally said it. Just like
3: Or Jill claimed that it was someone else's wife who was very drunk and they wouldn't they beeped the name out. Oh yeah, that's they right. They... To know who that was. Yes. But yeah, they so like Ramon and Jill are like back and forth fighting and it, it just gets like really heated, really quick. I don't know. It just—I felt like was Jill like Ramona? We need to fight because I have nothing going on this season. It was just kind of giving me those those vibes because it just—I very rarely do I find things inauthentic, but this just my my spidey senses were going off on this moment.
2: I agree. It felt and like also Jill just seemed way overreacting. That's what I'm to like, Ramona's like, because Ramona, she was like, "You attacked me! You attacked me!" And like, this was really Ramona just said, "Like you said these things," and it was bitchy. Also, I loved that when Ramona walked over to pull Jill to the side, Lou basically did a like, "She's starting," because she was like, "You yes. know when Lou's when Ramona's got that look in her eye, something's happening." And Lou walks over when Ramona walks over, Lou goes, "Uh oh, yeah." <laughs>
3: Well, and then Jill's like outside on the phone with
2: Bobby and talking to Lou, and she's crying. Oh about my what god, I did she her and she does I'll the sob. Uh, she knows she's saying she did it to me again. She did it to me again, and I'm just like, it just feels quite middle school girl conflict, upsetment. And I'm not saying that you can't get upset when your friend is shit talking you or you're angry at you. But it's just the the level that Jill is having, and the fact that it, she just seems like she can't get over it, and like, and Lou is just sitting there being like, she did nothing wrong, she did oh, nothing Lou's wrong.
3: hyping like, up them fighting,
2: and I'm just like,
3: Lou is loving them fighting.
2: The thing that I don't get is, is I was like, she kind of did, you know, she did, Lou. Come on, <laughs>
3: like, yeah, well, because to me, even if let's say she didn't talk crap. She still witnessed someone else talk crap and then didn't do anything to stop it in a sense. So
2: Um She also my favorite part of the Jill and Ramona fight is that there is a man who is trying to serve pizza to them. Behind, like standing <laughs> behind them while they're fighting and this man is so earnestly like like his he puts his hand up at one point like trying to get them to stop fighting and then he like so, goes over like pizza's gonna solve the problem he's like does anybody want pizza and they're like no go away
3: <laughs> yeah very um it reminded me of the mime in real housewives of potomac that's when like they're fighting or recently what was Oh, it was in *Selling Sunset*. There was like a bartender, and he was like trying to serve uh, a glass of wine or whatever while they were mid-fighting. But yeah, the whole thing just—it was odd. It was a weird fight. We'll see where they go from here. I feel like it's not going to be a long-lasting one. Um, that kind of wrapped up the episode, so we'll we'll see what happens. I liked this episode, but oh, it, I like it. it episode.
2: Sorry, my dog is very excited. To play, she just got back from um, being like boarded for a weekend, and you would think that we had never seen each other.
3: <laughs> I can't pay attention to you this second. No way, we're we're almost done. Yeah, we'll we'll finish quickly. <laughs> I can't hear it, but I know we you'll edit out
2: it. Well, or, or everyone's just gonna have to deal with the tiny barks. But um, that was pretty much it. We'll maybe be back again next week. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle
3: have her baby this week. Yeah. T V D. But we will keep turning these out until until I need to leave. We will we, we will see. We will find out.
2: Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. And oh, Danielle, you should read the nice review. Oh,
3: and give them I a shout-out. Oh the 48-year-old mom from Canada who had to figure out how to leave a review. We love you. We are so glad you accidentally fell upon our podcast. Thank you for the nicest review. Um, It was so sweet. Made my day. review Um, definitely makes our day, brings us lots of joy, and we're so happy you guys are re-watching with us, and and I hope you enjoy.
2: Well, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.